Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Hopefully, we're learning my voice by now, but maybe you're new. I'm Taylor V. I'm a 1-3 emotional manifester, and I have the privilege and honor and joy and fun of being a co-host here on the podcast. So periodically you'll hear my episodes and this one is coming out during money season and I have money things to say. Okay. Brace yourself because you need this because in four days, the money manifestor money moguls program will be closed and you won't be able to buy it anymore. And so I know some of you are emotional manifestors and you've been sitting on this. And if you're anything like me, you need some, you need some details, right? Like you need some, some juice, but the juice that you think you need is not what you think you need. And I know that it's not what you think you need because I know Holly. And she's told you all the features and she's told you all the details. So this particular episode that I'm going to do is really a shout out for those with right variables, any of the right variables that could be, there's one of four. We're going to cover all four on this episode and I'm keeping it quick because I've done a much more comprehensive training. Like it was, I think twice as long as I intended, but much more comprehensive training on money and variables um, from the right perspective inside of Manifestor Money Moguls. But I want to give you an overview so that those of you who think that you're on the fence about money or you think that you're on the fence because you're not sure if you have the time or you think that you're on the fence because you're not sure about the container or all the reasons that come to mind for all the reasons why you could possibly be on the fence about a program four days before it's closing all of those things, I want to make sure that if any of that is driven by right variables, we go and address it. So four variables, four days out. Let's go. Okay. So this episode was important for me to do um, because I believe that manifestors who have right variables in any position, any number of them, are experiencing money differently than those who have left variables variables in the same position. I think that it can be easy to question if investing and understanding money is different, um, is worth it, not because we don't desire as right variable manifestors. And let me be clear, the statements that I'm making, I'm a one, three 
uh, manifester with a lot of individual circuitry. So I'm just going to tell you about me. And if you hear you inside of my story about me, take what's yours because I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about me. Okay. So my experience was I would debate investing in money mindset things. I would read books because for me, the investment made sense, but I would, I would hesitate from programs and experiences. And the reason being is because oftentimes when we talk about money, we talk about it from a very left perspective. That would be strategic, focused, active, um, or observed perspective. And that translates to, if you're in business, maybe doing online business, it looks like I need you to do this volume of social media post or this volume of activity online, or I really need you to narrow it down to one niche or one offer. Let's just restrain it to business. Or if you want to experience more money, then I really need you to be more um, focused on who you serve or what the value is for them. Or I know that you're going to need to um, just be out there more. People really need to connect with who you are in order for you to make money. And the thing about that is none of that is actually wrong. It's not. It's just limited. It, it speaks from a left perspective and then gradually gets more expansive depending on the teacher that you speak to. But there is a right experience that isn't trying to be left. And so for those people, I just want to offer some of the dance that you could be doing at each variable position so that you can kind of see where maybe you are trying to approach this a little bit more from the left when you are actually set from a right perspective. Okay, so right variables. Variables in general come from the tone of our personality and sun gates and also from the nodes. And depending on the nodes and the personality and sun gates, the tones of those, that's where we get tone from. And tone in human design just has, just talks about like cognitive architecture. What do I mean by that? Okay. So you know how like on a river, go with me, people don't leave me. You know, on a river, like on the surface, lots of rivers can look the same. Like it's water flowing through two solid pieces of land. Right. But if you were to look underneath at the river bed, it is highly varied. And so on the surface, you might see like a mini waterfall. But if you were looking at it from the bed perspective, it can com be completely different from what you're seeing on the surface. The river bed in this metaphor is cognitive architecture. The way that the river moves on the surface is happening because of the architecture or the structure underneath it. When we try to produce an effect or outcome on the surface without honoring what's happening underneath, it normally doesn't work, which is why anywhere that you have a right variable may be an area that you are struggling to really fully experience money. Lucky for you, I have three out of four placements as right variables. And so I just feel really qualified between that left uh, between being a line three as someone who is just here to tell you what does not work and also someone with line one, which is always about investigation. Like I feel pretty qualified to be able to speak to all of the ways that money could go awry. 
If you need someone with a right variable in their environment, I recommend that you check out Vanessa Henry. And the reason why is because the other arrows that she has are left-facing, except for her environment uh, variable. And she may be able to show you, or you may just in the following of her, you may see some of the ways that she plays with her being an observer of her environment and being an observer in her environment and creating a supportive and held environment for her to feel secure and safe to observe. All right. I have a left one. I'm still going to give you my tips there, but just in case you need it live and in color, Vanessa Henry. Okay. All righty, folks, let's get into it. At the end of this, I really just want you to have, um, I want you to know that some of the challenges with rightness and money are that in our world of in particular business, it's just often taught from a left variable, from left variable to individuals. And particularly on the thinking side of things, on the activity side of things, there's just a need for more experimentation and transparency. It is not that I believe that right variable individuals are not creating wealth. However, proportionally or statistically, how many of those right variable individuals are also manifestors, are also transparent and open and advocating for their rightness in their business? Like we're just kind of stacking the odds, if you will, against ourselves. And therefore, I don't think we need to be waiting to have more right variable individuals come forward for us to start the conversation. Let's just initiate it. Basically, I just feel called to initiate it. So here we are. Okay. So we aren't waiting anymore, y'all. The act of waiting for someone else to tell us how to have the money that we are desire that we desire and feel called to and feel supported by is the antithesis of sovereignty. It's the antithesis of the manifestor experience, y'all. Believing you need to be told nurtures the belief that you lack something critical to experiencing more money. And if you can't have it now, then let's understand that what you're really agreeing to is that you can't have it at all. If now is not just a good, just as good of a time as any other time, and I am not advocating for you to go sit on your front porch and wait for money to arrive, but if there is something fundamental that you have against having it now, like if it can't just appear out of a thin air for you, if, there, if you have reasons why that could not happen, those are good reasons to question. That is not the same thing as rearrange your whole life to not move. So it's time to be responsible to the abundance we desire to experience. Abundance is, we're not, we're not creating it. Abundance already exists. And if you desire to experience more of it, it's your responsibility to be responsible to it. It is your ability to respond or to, to interact with abundance in a way that, that changes your experience. That's what this podcast episode is about. And hopefully clears up if your next experience needs to be inside of manifestor moguls, money moguls. Okay. The work happens inside of that container, but this is the beginning. And so I want to make it available. Okay. Let's talk about it. Starting with the determination variable, that is that upper left-hand variable. Oh, one other caveat for you all before we get into this. 
in when it comes to variables, this is an area of human design that is considered advanced. And it's considered advanced because it is designed to come after your strategy and authority. The point of variables are is communion. It is about knowing ourselves and knowing others and deepening our experience and interpreting our experience. Here's what I want to offer. Please do not let the idea that something is advanced prevent you from exploring it. Because if it's truly outside of your capacity to integrate, you won't integrate it. It won't be a problem. If it's truly outside of your scope to hold, it won't resonate. There won't be anything here for you. This will be entertaining and you'll just look up and notice that it didn't mean much. If it's truly outside of your capacity, I would offer not to self-limit, particularly if you have a right variable, because right variables often don't know how much they know. They don't know, they don't often have a super clear perspective of themselves. And therefore it can be easy to say, well, I haven't done strategy and authority enough to be able to listen to this. And what I want to say is that if you have right variables, it's worth questioning. Just humor yourself, entertain yourself. And if something resonates, just know that the only way it could resonate with you now is because there is some aspect of you that has capacity and it might be an area of yourself that you are still getting to know. And that's okay. Okay. So that's my shtick. And I'm sticking to it. Cool. Let's move on. The four arrows, determination. Let's start with that one. That one's the upper left. Has to do with how we take in. Um, It's a on your design side of your chart. So if you're looking at your chart, typically it's on the left side. This is normally if your chart is like colored black and red, this would be on the red side. It's active to passive. It's moving through the conditions that we need to be supportive so that we can digest or consume and process so that our body can process what we take in, the conditions that we need. It moves from that end of the spectrum all the way through to the circumstances that we need to be able to process what we take in. So what I want to offer to you is that when you are looking through the lens of your determination or when you're thinking about the money that you take in, are you looking at it from the perspective of how much do I need to function? Are you looking at it as what supports flow? See, function is an activity question. That's very left left facing. This is what it requires. This is what it costs to function. This is what the breakdown is. These are the things that it costs to make that happen. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just left. Right says, I'm in flow and I only add enough to maintain flow. So too much is also a problem, is equally a problem as too little. I talk about this more in the module, but I just want to offer right says flow where left says function. Right says passive and circumstances that support flow. Left says active and what conditions need to be met. So if you're talking about your money and it's not quite how you want it to be, and you have a right arrow at the determination level, just know you might be trying to maintain a certain level of functioning 
When really, if you'd settle into your flow, that you might notice that money arrives at the increments and the amounts that maintain the flow that you have. And so if you want to change the money that comes in, you'll have to look at the flow that you're, that you're currently maintaining. Meaning just enough will come in to maintain the flow. So if you want to change that experience, you'll have to change the way you look at, at the flow of your information coming in and out of you. Okay? Inconsistent. It's passive. It's not about making sure that you get the same amount like clockwork. It's like, how open are you to always having more than enough and never knowing the quantities that will come in? Sometimes you'll need a big, you know, a big intensive and a big injection and some type of cash flow. Sometimes it'll be trickling in. Are you open to all the ways knowing that the money is coming in to, to maintain a flow for you? So that also means there could be weeks or months that nothing comes in. And if you want to change what's required, you'll have to regulate the flow, not try to outfunction, not try to create more work for yourself so that more money will come in. That's not the point. How can you elevate the way that you are flowing through life and what's flowing from you? How can you rest more so that your urges are more funded energetically? How can you create more, a more streamlined transition from rest to creativity or from creativity back to rest? How can you honor your natural cycles a bit more so that you are, so that the rhythm that you're in is supported? Because as more flow comes in, it will naturally call in more resource, okay? Environment. So this is going from, this is the lower right, uh, left hand. This is on the red side, typically the design side. It's the environment. It's the things that we surround ourselves in. It's an independent variable and it functions on observed to observer. So observed would be the left-hand side. Observer would be right-facing. Beyond whether or not you need a certain location, deeper than what positions you to see clearly, right? Because observer is about your perception. Where can you, um, it's all about what, what gives you the best per ability to see. What, what, where do you need to sit in the periphery so that you can see what's taking place and, and create a sense of relaxation, relaxation. Deeper than that, where or to whom are you directing your attention? So the, the, the words that I want to offer to you to play with, if you have a right-facing variable in the environment position, is are you attempting to be on display or are you directing your attention? Where are you directing your attention? Where are you directing your energy? Where are you placing yourself? Left is about being on display. Who are you allowing to see you? Where are you willing to be known? Where are you withholding? aspects of yourself or your greatness. Right says, where are you directing what you have to offer? The attention, the, the value, the priority, where are you directing that? To what relationships are you directing yourself? That's your environment. Again, Vanessa Henry is a wonderful example. I happen to be left facing in this, in this position. And so I'm always looking for it. Am I positioning? Where, where am I? Where can I offer more exposure to who I am. 
versus less. I'm, I'm naturally less exposed. So my intention is about being willing to be seen so that it can call out the activity in me so that others know how to interact with me and I know how to interact with them. I know what's needed for me. How can I not, it's not just about vulnerability. It's like, as a left, you're looking at like, how can I make myself available in a way that maybe I haven't before so that I can be observed. But as a right, it's like, where would I like to direct my attention? What, what do I need to be looking at right now? Where do I need to shift so that I can see what I need to see right now? Where am I directing my attention? Are you focused on being more on display or are you more focused on directing, being directive about the resource of your environment? Moving over horizontally, now we're on the personality side. So if we're looking at a chart. There are a red side. There is a red side and a black side. Now we're on the black side. It's the personality side. This is how you think about yourself. And the bottom arrow is your perspective. This has to do with how you see things through the lens that you see things. It's often um, at the color level, we call it your view. So it goes on a spectrum from focused to peripheral. Are you someone that sees the parts or are you zoomed out and seeing the holes? We manage this according to our sense of self and our, our, it's like we manage this with our senses, if you will. On a spectrum, I would offer these words. Are you looking based on a certain expectation or are you open to a new experience? So if we look at the perspective arrow, if you have clear expectations and you're always looking through things from a set of clear expectations, when I post on social media, I expect to see these results. This is how I know social media um, marketing is working, or this is how I know an offer is valuable, or this is how I know people like what I have, or this is the evidence I need to see before I'm willing to act on an urge. That is very expectation-driven, very focused in seeing the part of the equation from the whole, that's very left fixed perspective. Right says there's an experience that I'm curating. There's an experience that I'm looking to see that I'm open to. I'm willing to see myself in a new experience where like, maybe I share more on social media and I wonder what it would be like to share more. I wonder how people would respond. I wonder how it would feel for me. Notice how it's, it's the whole experience, not just the one aspect of that experience that I'm zoned in on. Perspective is about experience. It's about looking through your colors of probability or your view of, excuse me, of probability or possibility. Where, what, what do I think could happen in this experience? What experience is most likely to happen for me? What, what's possible in my experience if I shift? If I, if I see it this way, what, what changes in possibility? So you can look at the tonal level, even deeper than that is, is um, your meditation, your judgment, your acceptance. But I just offer these kind of high level words. Are you being driven by a certain level of expectation or a certain type of expectation? Are you open to a new experience? If you've got a right variable and you want to have a different experience of money, you will need to place a higher priority on the experience versus meeting each one of your expectations. Okay. Last but not least, we're back to your, or we're up at the top, 
This is your top right variable. It's called your awareness variable. Some people call it your motivation. Um, This is on the personality side. If you have, excuse me, the spectrum here goes from strategic to receptive, strategic being very left and receptive being very right. This shifts how we see ourselves or how shifts to feel. We make shifts here in our awareness or we regulate our awareness so that we get to feel about ourselves how we want to, how we think we should. So are you being very strategic in what you allow yourself to be aware of? Or are you being structured? This is a wonderful time to bring in the conversation about boundaries. Boundaries. It looks so different when you have a left variable awareness versus a right variable. Here's a very, very practical example that I hope will help. Um, in general, manifestors, this is very generalized, don't want to be told what to do. Correct? I think we can all agree, like, don't boss me around is a pretty, like, general theme around here. But when you have a right awareness variable, there is an aspect of your experience that needs people to pull on you in order for you to be fully aware of what's inside of you. As a left variable individual, you are strategic. So you likely know where you're going and you know what you're looking for. Right variable individuals likely have less of a less clarity about what they're trying to offer, bring, or be resource. They, right variables have to do with resource. When you have a right variable in your awareness, you become more aware of yourself, your own potential, your own capacity based on what others pull out of you. So practically speaking, if you are trying to apply boundaries like you hear other manifestors doing, because you think none of us like to be told what to do. So I'm going to tell everybody, don't stay out of my DMs or, you know, I wrote it down once. And so that's it. You may not have the design to support that application. If you have a right variable, you likely benefit from others interacting and pulling on you. So why don't we structure the conversation versus strategizing our way out of it? For some, if you have left variables, particularly the more left you have, it makes perfect sense to have very clear boundaries. But if you have right, the experience of interacting with others, it's not, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't impede you in the same way someone who is active, focused, observed, and strategic, they're moving somewhere, they're going somewhere, they're initiating something. And all of the input distracts and detracts from their energy as they pause to to answer, it detracts and distracts from where they're going. The more right arrows you have, the relationships pull you into where you're going. The relationships 
pull on the resource that you are and they pull into focus what's relevant, what you have inside of you, even aspects of yourself that you didn't even know you had. So if you are trying to apply the manifester experience from a strategic perspective, you might be strategizing your way out of seeing money in your life. Not because you're trying to, but because you're doing it from a left fix versus recognizing what do I need in my experience that creates greater awareness for me? So case in point, some manifestors will teach you, stay out of my DMs, things are as they seem. Others will say, I would love for you to DM me. I love when you email me. It gives me, I need, like, I need the feedback. I need the interaction. So at the end of my episodes, you'll hear me say that. You hear me say, please just email me. If you've ever DM'd me, you know, I'm happy to jump on a voice note for most, most of the time. Doesn't mean it's going to be a long conversation, but in general, it does not at this current state with uh, prevent me from acting. It actually gives me the, the, um, exchange that I need so that I'm better able to articulate what I'm doing, how to work with me, how to know more, how to, how to understand what's needed in the community, what aspect of me is being pulled on. That's, that's a lot of rightness speaking from that place. So what I hope that this did, this episode about each one of the variables did for you is given you an opportunity to reflect because when it comes to money, It's not, first of all, you need the manifestor experience of creating money. That's foundational. But then on top of that, it might be even hard for you to see the value of learning the manifestor experience if you have strategized your way out of thinking that you you have strategized your way out of seeing your own value or seeing how you could benefit from an experience around money, or you have expectations about what exactly you're going to get from it. And so you're not open to the experience, even though you might have a right variable there. Where are you thinking that your money situation will be on display instead of actually directing your attention to to your money, it actually wouldn't be on display. It would be within your perspective to actually see and, and change. Where are you resisting directing your attention to your money? And lastly, where are you using or believing that a program or a teaching or a coach or an experience or a book needs to allow you to function more or to have more money to function with instead of saying, what is the next investment I need? that I desire, that would be supportive of the flow I am creating and supporting, or that's being called forth out of me. Where are you you trying to act out instead of stay in and prioritize flow? Okay? That is what I have for you today. That's a reflection. Again, the doors close for Manifest Your Money Moguls in four days. That's like a day of variable if you're quad right. And most of us are not quad right. So just use the ones that you need. And I hope that this added to your decision-making. I am excited. Like I said, I did a module that takes everything that I just said much deeper. And I provide um, a PDF specifically for the right variable experience. So if there's anything that I said that you want to take deeper, 
you don't even have to hop in my DMs for that because I already got you. I thought about it. Actually, I mean, I did not think about it. Holly, because she's quad left, she thought about you needing this. And she said, hey, Taylor, would you be open to doing it? And so here we are, because that's that right left dance, y'all. You're seeing it live and in color. All right. That's it for today. Thank you, guys. If you want to join, the link is in my show notes. Use my link to to join if my episode was valuable to you. Um, If you liked this episode, please take a few minutes. This is something I haven't asked for yet. But if you've liked this episode, please take a few minutes and comment and review or send a... um, tag and and share on social media. The reason being is because, like I said, as a right variable, I have a lot that I can offer. But unless I'm getting pulled on, unless I'm getting feedback from really what's resonating and what's not, it can be challenging to know exactly how, like what context you all need to hear from me. Um, I want my episodes to be um, relatable. And I know that they have been because I've gotten that feedback. But how are they sitting with you? How does this sit with you? You know, a little bit more teaching and a less, less, um, my normal shenanigans. All right, y'all I'm excited. Links in the show notes. See you soon. Bye friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the hunting for purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at the Holly Marie, And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.